All right, George, here okay. we go. Great. Feel pumped? Feel good? Pretty pumped. Pretty pumped. All right. <laughs> Listen, we're not going to put this in. This is just us getting ready. Everybody listening, we're not going to put this in the podcast. This is me warming up yeah. my voice. Get it right over this. Just just watching naked people on the movies. That's all. Oh, sorry. A helicopter is is going by. I'm in my helicopter recording this. It's mm-hmm. the only place I can get peace. Uh, no, I can't days. even hear it. I you know it. Oh, great. That's great. It's it's good. I mean, my helicopter has really good soundproofing, yeah. so that's nice. But <laughs> we're we're subsidizing um, the, the, the how much it costs to make these episodes. Like Richard is working kind of um, as a uh, would you call it like a news chopper or are you a traffic guy or are you both i guess the, <laughs> it's both, richard, you know. <laughs> richard, <laughs> richard is the news chopper yeah. i am the news chopper yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like a thomas the tank engine sort yes, of situation yes, exactly. where i my face is on the front of the chopper uh-huh. and uh it was a lot of surgery to get it done uh you can't really see it on the obviously people listening can't see yeah. it because they're only listening right uh, their eyes yeah. aren't involved but the but for you all, you can't see it because it's so dark behind me. Mm-hmm. So there's just not enough light yeah. for you to see that I am I am a living helicopter mm-hmm. uh, at this point that flies around reporting on traffic in L.A. You just say, yeah. hey, look, there's traffic because it's everywhere. Yeah. Does everybody know that? There's a lot of traffic I've, in L.A. I've heard it. Uh, I've experienced it. I always tell people that I used to live and work on the same street and it would take me two hours to get to work. Um neglecting the fact that it's like one of the major arteries of los angeles and i was you know on opposite sides of the the county so what street was that uh wilshire ah that, that's one of those big streets that's a big, big street yes yes so i can dox okay. myself because i don't either live or work at any of these places i lived at the gaylord apartments across from where robert kennedy was assassinated and i worked at wow. a place called iwin.com with um frequent guest uh land um <laughs> which is near ucla and it, it was it was sort of like do i take the freeway or do i take the side streets because they both took approximately an hour each way so oh my god i i just i played them in the past but i just played some of land's games that he made for iwin because mm. he found a way that you can do it through like right. the way back the way back machine. machine yeah I, yeah find, finding some of the trivia that i wrote for that is great <laughs> It's good stuff. I wrote some, I, and also Dan. Um, who, oh, really? Um, Dan wrote a nice. bunch of that stuff too, but some very bizarre things got out. Um, the CEO loved me. She really <laughs> was a fan. And I got away with some really bizarre shit, like on our homepage. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, well, well, well. I mean, for me, I was not obviously working at I went at the time. I yeah. still lived in Tennessee. Um, sucks to be but you, I bro. was aware it, it did but I was aware of I went so so that's really cool. I was yeah that's that's well so I probably saw things on there mm-hmm. that came uh, from these people I would be close friends with in the future and that's special that's, that's what makes online such a wonderful place we um, love online we love online we do we do <laughs> we love it so much the so 
Um, one of the way thing we love about online is it allows us to to distribute this podcast mm. uh, to all of you listening. And this podcast is, uh, as you may or may not know, depending on whether this is your first listen, uh, your third listen, or you just happen to be driving by a car that has it playing through their window. Uh, we uh, we watch two movies on We're Seen, a good one and a not so good one. And then we choose a bad scene in the good one and a good scene in the bad one and choose what was better, that bad scene in the good one or the good scene uh, in the bad one. That's the conceit of, mm-hmm. of today's podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Richard, and then another, someone else is here. Uh, that's right. That's me. I am George. Um, how are my levels? Am I okay? You're sounding you sound good. Great. How are my levels? You sound fine. Good. You sound uh, for a helicopter. You sound pretty darn good. That's great. That's great. That's what I like to hear. I am, uh, as we know, I am a living helicopter at this point. And then we have a. There's another yes, person here. Yes, and uh, much like TBS, our guest is very funny. And uh, that is who are you? Uh, I'm Aviva Siegel, um, and I'm friends with Richard and George. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and that's my the uh, that's, that's my it. identity. Yes. <laughs> That's how you define yourself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, we've you know we've talked about uh, how much I love your work, but um, you know, as a friend, what do you as a friend? Like your work, I love, is in friendship. Your work is as incredible. my friend has been just uh, amazing. Um, <laughs> but I think that you are you are really really uh, funny. You know, you're talking about me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, he's talking, talking about, about you. <laughs> Thank you. No, I, I, uh, Aviva. For those of you who have who have not been able to see her perform live, uh, Aviva is great. She's great, and um, there's an umbrella thing that she does that makes me like laugh and cry with joy. Um, and you are now one of the um, the the, the co hosts of Talkies, which is a live That's show. True. Um, that, that is true. I like that you say now. <laughs> it's been like a I've half been a decade. For eight, eight years. For, eight years. For, well, look, <laughs> you know, but you know, relative to like when the dinosaurs lived, eh, it's just just recently you've become <laughs> yeah. a host. But yes, um, so talking to the thing that started in San Francisco in the basement of a video store that that I loved, and um, um, I was lucky enough to be on talkies in the basement once, and then in the what that weird baseball bar that illegal baseball bar ball four ball four yeah um but anyway um tell us more about talkies before we get into our erotic cinema of the evening talkies what can i say <laughs> or not talkies or, or, or anything else a... you want to talk no, about no i'll i'll go there talkies um has been through many transformations uh, over the years currently it's in la at our friend's video store called whammy which if you don't come to talkies third thursdays at 8 p.m at whammy go to some of their other events it's a very mm-hmm. george you gotta did you check it out? you gotta check it out uh if you have time on one of your la trips i, I really want to go yeah and i am going uh, this will this will be coming out after you've been performed you've been performed whatever mm-hmm. um in San Francisco, but I will be there. Good. Um, <laughs> that's good. So <laughs> by the time people are listening to this, we would have seen Aviva perform at San Francisco Sketchfest. And, and so uh, if you are in San Francisco, you should look up 
uh, the talkie show at Sketchfest. It happens on February 2nd, uh, I believe. Uh, yes, it does at 8 p.m. at Piano Fight. Yeah. Um, and then that's true. And then if this airs after that, we'll be back in San yeah, Francisco. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> this airs and after then... that. <laughs> but I'm glad we're getting into the nitty gritty, the specifics. Yeah. I mean, maybe the, the t- you know, big talkies fans out there they want to know about the time i mean doors 7 30 um, <laughs> and but we'll be back on april 11th at the punchline if anyone there you go wow so if you did not since this could come out after the actual performance of talkies in san francisco at Sketchfest, if you did not somehow hear this message through some other means uh Go to the Tonky Show in April in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. Or in, in LA, come to the shows at Whammy. Um, every every really third, good. third Thursday. Every third Thursday. I was there this third Thursday. Uh, packed house, funny show. There were some Gen Zers there. Uh, clearly, uh, people are hearing and loving, loving talkies. Um, but we're not just here to talk about talkies. Oh, no. Uh, and other things that Aviva's working on. We're here to talk about erotic thrillers because uh, it is erotic thriller month on worst scene and so as always we have we have two films i mentioned that earlier and our good film for today's erotic thriller pairing uh, is a body heat 1981's uh, body mm. heat from lawrence kasdan oh yes uh and then our um i don't know even i guess it's bad right it's bad but <laughs> You guess it's, it's it's respectably bad. Is it or or it's disrespect? It's it's just it's an amazing piece of trash. That's um, okay. That's good. Nineteen ninety four's color of night, not the color of night, just color of night. Color of night. Yeah. Don't make that mistake. Yeah. Um, two similar movies. Um, sure. I would say so. I would say that. Uh, they are both erotic. Erotic. Uh, and thrilling yeah. in their own way. A lot of nudity. In a both. lot of nudity. You do. So a, a, of... a shocking amount of nudity yeah. uh, in both yeah. these films. Now, when I was and, and younger... An, a shocking amount of, of implied nudity, too. Like Because some of the stuff is just below camera frames. Like Jesus Oh, there's some Christ. William Hurt stuff where it's like, yep. I don't think mm. he's wearing anything. Uh-oh. They're just not showing it. Yep. Pretty sure. And that's that's titillating. I never thought I'd see Kathleen Turner naked, but here we are. Here we are. are. There she was. Here we are. Her very first. (laughs) Sorry, I'll let you introduce (laughs) this, Richard. Sorry, we're stepping all over you. Oh, you know, Richard. What were you gonna say about when you were younger? Oh, let her rip. Yeah. When I I was younger, um, I used to see ads for Color of Night, um, and. And they would always show like this uh, this pool scene mm-hmm. and looking very <laughs> uh, very titillating. Um, and so I would go see my dad in high school, uh, and he he stole cable uh, from from Comcast or whoever was providing at the time. So he he had he had all these um, he had all these channels uh, that we did, that we didn't have like <laughs> Showtime and Cinemax and and HBO. And so I. Put on Disney. color of night some and Disney as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I put on color of night so many times, hoping that thinking it would just be <laughs> full of nudity, but instead it was this. It's fucking insane. Everything that's mm-hmm. happening is insane. insane. I, I never saw. Uh, 
I guess there's like two really big sex scenes in this. Um, I never saw either of them in my attempts to like see this. <laughs> so this so thing. you just saw the parts. In I was between just like, those. I don't think any of this. Is, I don't think this is leading to anything. Uh-huh. It's just like these people are lunatics. I don't. <laughs> You just saw like uh, you just saw a snake come out of a mailbox. <laughs> That's right. Like, this is what you have to do. This is this isn't what I wanted to see. Um, so so that so for the first time watching Color of Night, I saw not just the snake coming out of the mailbox. I saw I saw everything that as a child <laughs> I had I had thought I would see if I just put on Cinemax um, or Showtime or yeah. whatever it was on. Yeah. So, but we're not talking about color night. We're talking oh, about no. body heat, our good body film. Heat. So let me introduce body heat. Uh, coming off the success of Empire Strikes Back and Raiders of the Lost Ark, screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan was ready to make another family-friendly adventure in the form of 1981's Body Heat. Kasdan was inspired by Billy Wilder's 1947 film Double Indemnity, much as the two previous films he wrote were also inspired from of, from things by things of things from the 40s. Four things. Four things. Body Heat opens on a scene showing people whose bodies are literally hot and sweating from how hot it is outside. I mentioned that in case you thought the title was just a metaphor for William Hurt and Kathleen Turner getting all hot and bothered while they're having sex in some very racy scenes. But no, you also see just bodies being hot, uh, the body heat, and they constantly mention in this film that it is hot outside, giving it a noir flavor that, uh, that you like to see in a noir film. (laughs) <laughs> but there was a lot of sex between William Hurt and Kathleen Turner. In fact, when this movie started, I was like, well, this probably won't have much sex in it. It's uh-huh. William Hurt and Kathleen Turner. Like, this then... is just like going to be racy. But then suddenly I see Kathleen Turner naked. I see William Hurt naked. I see, as George mentioned, some real implied William Hurt nudity where it's you almost he's, you almost see it all. Mm-hmm. You almost see it. They don't let you. I'm sure there's a cut out there that that you could find. There's some footage, but they won't let you see it. But you almost see it all, um, which made this a perfect fit for erotic thriller month. Oh yeah, um, and also gave me some perfect examples of my worst scenes. Speaking of Kathleen Ooh. Turner, this is her very first movie, and it immediately made her a star. Uh, this film also includes Ted Danson, somehow looking the exact same age as he does right now. Uh, Mickey Rourke, looking not the exact same age as he does right now. And Jane Halloran, whose name you absolutely do not recognize, but who I decided to say out loud in this <laughs> intro anyway. Far more watchable than either of the movies we watched last week, Body Heat allowed Castle mm-hmm. to escape from being only a screenwriter to being a screenwriter who also directs, which is every screenwriter's dream. Before I leave this intro, if I may make a recommendation, watch Double Indemnity, watch The Apartment, watch anything made by Billy Wilder. He was very much ahead of his time. With all that said, what sucked about the successful critically acclaimed erotic thriller. Aviva, I can go first if you'd like. I'll go first. Okay. And that okay. Unless you want to okay. go first. I'll uh, you take the lead. I'll follow. I mean, uh, as they say it's ladies night, a oh, what a night, so <laughs> you tell me. But it, but it, it being ladies night, I choose for you to to go that's, first. That's all I needed to hear. Uh <laughs> Um, this is one of the sweatiest movies I've ever seen. Oh, um, so much that, sweat. That, that, that is like, uh, I would also say that Teen Wolf is also one of the sweatiest movies. There's a lot of sweat in Teen Wolf. Sorry. It's like he's got a lot of hair. Well, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it's capturing the reality of what um, that would be like. You know, William Hurt was 
in a lot of like really sexually provocative movies in the first decade of his career this uh his first movie was altered states like that's his screen debut like much like kathleen turner like this is her first movie it's like what she's like she appears like fully formed and and you know there's you know a lot of people you see their first movie like oh okay well you know you know you see like paul newman's first movie it's like well he's you know he's 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 gonna get there whereas kathleen turner it's like oh shit this is a movie star and this is her mm. first movie and um i mean no she's she seems like she's been around forever yeah uh, and, and, had, and had she done tv or like she had done like a, a couple that, episodes or? of um the doctors the 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 huh. the forgotten um soap opera and she she had done stage um and she continues to do okay. but like but but she she was like 27 when she made this like william hurt was like hmm. 30 31 in this okay um much more appropriate age pairing than what we'll find in color oh at night. god very true yeah. very true so uh but like william hurt in i think i think he's got some semi-frontal nudity in altered states and in broadcast news, there's like a, oh, yeah. um, there's like the uh, silhouette of his genitals um, with like a like a little bunny thing. Broadcast news, great movie, everybody. I love that um, movie. Great, great, great movie. Um, I think there's something else where he's 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 kind of uh, a new dude. Um, but but anyway, yeah, this I think that this movie of of everything that we're watching this month. This is probably the best movie we're going to see. <laughs> I, I know that, like, that sounds right. I, I know that Basic Instinct that we're and and you know Basic Instinct and Fifty Shades Grey. Uh, spoiler alert: our, our next episode is Basic Instinct versus something else. Uh, those are the ones that are like the the big box office hits. But this one, yeah, it's double indemnity with frontal nudity. It's great. I love double indemnity. Uh, I think that like seeing, you know, the inventor of flubber uh, <laughs> plotting to kill somebody is very cool. Um, and also Mickey Rourke in this. This is our back-to-back -back mm -hmm. Mickey Rourke episodes. This is going to be our Mickey Rourke season because we're doing at least one more Mickey Rourke movie um, this season. Uh, he's, I, I, I know I said it a lot last episode. He's a really, he's a very beautiful guy like there's just a yeah he's, he's a pretty pretty guy and he's tough and was it uh, our, we did uh, the last episode with sasha and amy and the, the comment was like it's you're not prepared for like how soft and high his voice is with how rugged his looks are anyway so true so true um and this is like kind of the this this uh this sort of like rebirth the um like the post-vietnam noir genre that um there's another movie called cutter's way with jeff bridges who's like a gigolo um hmm. in like santa barbara and there's all these like fucked up vietnam that's um it's it's anyway it's a great movie it'd be a great double feature with this i'm gonna move on stop talking um can i what are you pairing with 50 shades Oh, we did. Um, we did. Oh, you already did it. We we did it. We it was nine and a half weeks in Fifty Shades of Grey. Got it. Just curious. So, um, 
Yeah, I think that um, uh, a story, Richard, I don't know if you were going to tell this story about George Lucas. You know me. Why don't you go ahead? Why don't you go ahead? No, no, you it? can you can tell it too. I don't actually. I don't know what story you're going to tell. You should. You should tell. All right. So 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 um, when Lawrence Kasdan was was signed to do this movie, um, the studio were hesitant to take a risk because even though he had fucking written, you know, Empire Strikes Back, and I think this was before um, was this before. Raiders lost, but it was like still. It like, came out at around the around the same time. It's, he's a guy, and so uh, uh, unbeknownst to Kasdan, George Lucas went to the producers and underwrote um, the the film. He said, "Any overages, hmm. I will I will pay for." Um, and that's how much faith that um, Lucas had in Kasdan. And we all shit on George Lucas for Jar Jar Binks and being a very detached and cold director, but he's kind of a mensch he's kind of he's he has he sticks by his friends he's got loyalty and he will fight for you and he's got a lot of money to help fight for you seems so, like it um, seems like a nice guy seems like a nice guy they had the whole thing in marin where yeah the town wouldn't let him i forget what they wouldn't let him use the property for so he put like low-income housing on the property that right that was in marin wow. which right. is which is great um yeah, he gave people good cuts of Star Wars so that they they got good money from it. He was very generous. I uh, think that Harrison Ford got rich because of just Star Wars. Like yeah. that was hmm. Yeah, Carrie and, Fisher and Mark Hamill and and Harrison had pretty big cuts of it. So hmm. that's nice. So nice. we all talk shit about the guy, but um he's pretty great. Um, although I would really like the original mm -mm. cut of THX 1138 to be available because I love that movie. Anyway, all right, get, get around to this thing. So uh, another thing that like I don't want to bum us out too early, but if we're, we're doing a movie, like William Hurt just passed away last year. Mm. And at this era of his life, he had a reputation for being very abusive. Mm. Um, really? Yeah. I had no idea. I didn't. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, so his girlfriend at the time of, of making Body Heat said that he hit her. Uh, Marley Matlin said that they both had fights. Um, it was an era of booze and cocaine. And I, I know that he reconciled this um, because all of these accusations, this sounds really shitty as a, as a white man to say this, but like, it sounds like he somehow figured out a way to not beat everybody up. Now, I'm not going to say that. So he wasn't just beating up women. Um, on the first day of filming with Ted Danson, apparently he grabbed Ted Danson's balls and squeezed them and said, do you trust me? So oh, no. this, is a, this is an angry man. This is a guy who was lashing out at everybody for no fucking reason at all because he had the talent he had the entree he was in great projects so it's a it's a it's a complicated legacy and 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 my thing is that i think that he's amazing in this movie i think he's amazing in most movies he's a he's a, a truly great actor i think that he was a piece of shit for um a good chunk of his life 
And I think that he somehow turned a corner. I don't know what. Um, I think that like, you know, not doing cocaine and drinking a lot uh, also will help you to not amplify the anger that's inside of you. But um, I wanted to just make sure that we um, were aware of this before we moved on. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a very big fan of his work as an actor. Oh, God. So... Sorry, Viva. What did I? Sorry, I was just catching up on his uh, history of. Okay, because yeah, yeah anyway. it's all it's it's all right there. Um, so that said, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, this yeah, is this, yeah. You know, but it's like yeah. we can't we can't do erotic filler month without this. This is the the film yeah. that really jump started the the genre. Oh really? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. This was the this was the one. Um, okay. Okay, so I'm just gonna say it. Uh, the scene where he smashes the window to get get to Kathleen Turner. It, it just <laughs> the husband's gonna notice that if he's coming up in like two days, he's gonna notice <laughs> that somebody like threw a pot through the window. It's a great scene. It's really well made. It's like the awesome use of Steadicam, but uh, but like on a practical level, that's the one that was like, yeah, you know what? I think that uh, yeah, she smokes the same brand of cigarettes and all that, but this is the mm. one where uh, like, hey, uh, I see that there's some new panes of glass in this <laughs> fucking door. What happened here? So that's that's my pick. Great pick. Great pick. Uh, yeah. Also, you know who William Hurt makes me think of sometimes when I see him? Ryan Gosling? Ed Begley Jr. Oh, I, oh I, yeah, I, I see that. Oh. And you know who's a good guy? Ed Begley Jr. Ed, Ed Begley Jr. Jr. Ed Begley Jr. Yeah. Great guy. Rides the bus around L.A. Growing up oh, in L.A. Cares about the environment. He, he, yeah. like, we all knew we could maybe see Ed Begley on the bus. Never once grabbed Ted <laughs> Danson's Never's grabbed Ted Danson's never. balls. Not never. a single time. I respect that. I really, I really yeah. like that a lot. So, uh, anyway. yeah, don't grab, don't grab no. anyone's anything without, yeah, you know, unless, I appreciate unless that. they ask for it. Yeah, I will say one thing. I want to point out. I love when he's like out for a jog, and he stops, and he's like totally winded. Then he pulls out the pack of cigarettes. I, I, I love the move. Uh, mm. as, a, as a former smoker, I remember like lighting a cigarette as I walked up the hill to like go, you know, to a bar in San Francisco, and like. Oh, this is like a straight, you know, 45 degree incline. It showed how strong yeah. your lungs your lungs must have been strong. They were strong, young man. As, strong as hell. Also, what's with the clown? Oh yeah. I I, <laughs> I forgot about the clown. I the mean clown. I appreciate seeing the clown. It was just like like a reflection, like, hey, you're you're the fool. You're mm, that's a good call. I like that interpretation. Because at what point do we see that clown? It's when he's doing his run uh, with a rental car to like prep. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm done talking. I think now, Aviva, it's your turn. Share share my uh, worst scene from that movie. Yeah, That's your, right. your your thoughts. I think. I think kind of similarly to yours, like a moment where there was some messiness, especially after he was like, we have to be careful about the phones yeah. and et cetera, et cetera, is when the 
niece is in the house and he's like no i need to get like my dick mm-hmm. sucked right now <laughs> um <laughs> i was like you should be a little more it's just like i thought that he was taking so much care except i guess for the window smashing moment right. um before that that i right uh I had, you know, you don't love to see a little girl walking on Felicio, <laughs> but um, I I was like, oh, that, that, that was a little, it was a, uh-huh. kind of surprisingly messy considering how he'd been pretty careful before that point. So I didn't love it. It was kind of hard to pick a bad scene because I I really liked this movie. It's, it's really well built. Yeah. yeah, it's genuinely good. Yeah. And it was a, and I appreciated watching it after color of night which i won't get into now but was <laughs> i really you... wanted i wanted to like color of night uh-huh. i really uh-huh. tried to like it but it was i guess i'll get into that later but um this movie was like i want i wanted to keep watching it i wanted to see what would happen next so yeah it was hard to pick a worse scene i guess yeah. i'll go with when the niece walked in some of like the love scenes between him and kathleen turner were were a little boring i guess when they were just kind of having their lovers chit chat uh they weren't bad they just weren't the best parts of the movie but i guess they'll go with the part when the niece uh, walked in on them actually that brings me to a point that um this was um a stipulation that was put on to us by uh sasha and amy we do also have to pick the worst sex scene and the best sex scene so oh but uh, I agree with you. I almost picked the one with the with the the niece. Yeah. And then it's like it 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 sort of gets paid off. And then now that I think back about it, it does it get paid off? Like they they do that whole thing. And what's the point of it? Because she doesn't identify. I guess just it's added like yeah. Drama. I guess there's the right. I guess there's that scene with Danson, and you think that he's gonna be found out through that right. moment, and he's right. not. So I don't know. I almost feel um, like. Like, I almost feel like in that moment with dancing, the dancing is just fucking with him. Yeah, that the little oh, yeah. girl yeah. did recognize him. Yeah, and yeah. he already knows, and so he's just trying to I, goad him into. I yeah, love. I probably. like Ted Danson. That character is great. <laughs> like, there's the. the I he, I know. He's like the dancing is great. I love the dance. I love that dancing moment. I love end. dancing, For- and I love his dancing. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel yeah. about Ted. Yeah, I, I think that just that you you don't know where he there. There's so much. This is like a really quality film noir. It truly is. Mm-hmm. It truly is. Um, I'll choose my worst scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at the end of you all with some great scenes. I appreciate them. I don't need to get back into them. I agree on, on everything you, you said. You. Appreciate um, it. But you. there's a the end of one of their sex scenes. They show them in bed, just laying down, and Kathleen Turner's like fishing around under the sheets mm-hmm. for like William Hurt's dick. It's like she's just like <laughs> fishing around. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't. Where, need that, where, did, where the hell that. is that? As a real like, it was a real like <laughs> hand just moving around down there, uh-huh. like while they're relaxing, kind of thing. It's like I don't really need this. Let's you know, see. Mm-hmm. I could do without that right now. Okay, okay. And it wasn't. It was even. It was more like she was just like trying to like find her way down there almost. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. there was just something weirdly off about it to me. And sort also, I didn't, like need, a, I didn't need that either. Sort of like a sexy Mr. Magoo kind of thing. A sexy Mr. Magoo. There you go. That's uh, it was it wasn't so it was just like weird. 
It just felt mm-hmm. weird. Like they had just finished the sex scene. Right. And now they're laying down and she's like fumbling around. Uh-huh. Um, I see. So. It's it, it's a technical thing with you. It's a technical thing. And also, mm-hmm. also, it's mm-hmm. just weird. It was just weird. Like, ah, I don't need yeah. such a direct like, mm-hmm. like, like hand job moment going right. on. Like right. on, I think on screen. This, this came after she grabbed him uh by the whatever and uh was pulling let, led him right like that yeah yeah it was just something there was just something roger, weird about like that. roger ebert called that out in his review it's like yeah. yeah yeah okay okay rog i'm sure yeah <laughs> i know you like that i mean uh, you got he wrote freak. he wrote beyond the valley of the dolls he did oh yeah um, all right so we've done it we've chose our worst wow scenes. Well, have we, have we, and it's also, we've also chosen our worst sex scenes because we've all selected sex scenes. Yeah. And also, I don't know that we have to, yeah, like, that was just for the, that episode with Sasha and Amy. That's well, a, I think it's valid. I think it's valid. It is valid. It is valid. Um, and I like that I, I'm able to like turn your, um, your opinion in a second. I'm like, Kathleen, I'm like Kathleen Turner. That was powerful. I'm like, you're like, no, it's valid. Okay, you're right. We should just do it. <laughs> hey, uh, my husband is weak. You should kill him. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. You're right, George. What I love is that is that even though that the story pays off that that William Hurt was a patsy, he's still a fucking piece of shit. So you don't feel for yeah. him. I, yeah, I love. Yeah. There's like a point where it's like, oh, is it going to be another? Is there going to be like a, a a third and a half act where he proves his innocence? And it's like, nope. Mm. Sucker just rots in jail. That's it. Uh, sorry, spoiler alerts. <laughs> For a movie that is almost as old as Richard and I. That's right. Yeah, he went, he did go pretty quickly into we're going to murder this guy. And he kind of kept reiterating, he's like, we're going to murder this we're gonna guy. We're going to murder this guy. Yeah. He's not, he, you know, he doesn't deserve yeah. it. We're mm-hmm. going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. He just kind of kept like rephrasing that he was going to get murdered. Um, baby, baby you're so hot we're gonna kill this yeah. guy <laughs> um hey look you know i would kill rich richard krenna not 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 whoa, just like whoa, with whoa. The, just because i'm a fan of the the film first blood um and he, he lies oh, to yeah. rambo he, he does he, lie to rambo he lied to rambo uh in vietnam and he lies to rambo in um in america and so and you see this guy I, in in this movie and he's like that guy's some sort of piece yeah, of shit businessman now but, what here's what i love what? go for it i was just gonna say i wish that i got to know more of kind of the shady business he was well, involved but, in but here's what's great though because you yeah. don't because you don't know yeah it makes it way more dubious where it's like well yeah, I mean, like, if you're involved in any kind of corporation, there's going to be somebody who sucks or somebody mm-hmm. who's like got shady dealings. And so you, the idea that he's not like so obviously mob connected and all that, right? It makes it better, I think, because it's it it's. Um, pardon me, I'm 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 trying to I'm about to hiccup. It's cool. It's cool. We're all good. Uh, it's it it's dubious again, morally dubious, and and that you the as the audience member, you don't have that release of like, well, at least he was a bad guy. Like you like in um mm-hmm. like in uh, in Bound, you have that where it's like, well, this guy's a fucking right. piece of shit. In this one, it's like, well, he 
he might just be the guy who does the finances for the mob. Yeah. Are you guys doing Bound this month? No, but I think oh. if, we, if we do erotic thrillers next year, I think Bound is definitely one we should do. Yeah, I love that movie. Bound and Determined. To uh, ensure that we cover Bound at some point. Mm. Yep. We'll also, thank you for do... the, yes, the yes. sound of acknowledgement. Uh, uh, and Aviva, we would love to have you on the Bound episode. Okay. Next February, <laughs> just put it in great, your calendar. It's great, a year from great. now. Like marking it down. <laughs> just scrunching up your nose in disgust. That's a good sign for us. No, I was scrunching up my nose. Uh, in celebration of the Lunar New Year, because it's your oh, rabbit. Terrific, so terrific. Doing... Oh, well. very good, yeah. very good. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that note, on that uh, note, <laughs> let's take a break. Pants, pants. Stop wearing shorts. Mm-hmm. Cover your entire leg, and wear pants. I was just in Utah. You don't show a leg there. You wear pants, mm. and that's what God wants. That's what God wills, and what God wants and what God wills is what we do here on We're Seen. Slash Betsy. I, I should note that I actually am wearing shorts right now. I should note I'm wearing shorts as well. This is a paid advertisement. We are no, oh. we don't actually believe in what this is. This one's paid, and right. uh, so right. we're just accepting the money from the pants council. Like, like everybody wears uh, me undies and has purple mattresses. Exactly. Uh, you like know that the, they don't have any of that. None yeah. of these people are like shaving their balls with uh-huh. that whatever that fucking manscaped is. Does, does Mark Maron do manscaped commercials? I wonder. I, I hope he does. Um, so n- nobody's using any of these products just like we don't wear pants mm-hmm. that's not for us but no. could be for you and and the people yeah. behind pants yeah. thought we'd but, be a uh, great place to get the word out as far as me and Richard we wear diapies we're going to cut to the next ad now <laughs> our other ad is unpaid uh, um, <laughs> which is uh, for the great altered images <laughs> Uh, show every Wednesday, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m., hosted by Jeremy Wheat on BFF.fm. To midnight. To midnight. To, to midnight, midnight, which That's is fine. 2 a.m. somewhere. Um, yeah, there you go. But uh, 2 p.m. to midnight, every Wednesday night, BFF.fm. Give it a listen while you're wearing your pants. Mm. Or your diapies. <laughs> That's her. <laughs> okay. Uh, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed all of those ads. And now, our next movie. In the heat of desire, love can turn to deception. Nothing is what it seems when day turns into night. So reads the poster copy of our second movie, uh, Color of Night, obviously paraphrasing the opening lines of Hippolytus's, uh, or Hippolytus by Euripides. Anyway, uh, Color of Night marked Bruce Willis's entry into the increasingly popular erotic thriller genre, a genre that would that dominated multiplexes and late night pay cable for most of the 90s. It was also set to be the triumphant return of director Richard Rush, uh, his first stint behind the camera since his Oscar nominated masterpiece, The Stuntman, some 14 years earlier. But the picture had a troubled post-production. First, Super producer Andrew G. Vina stripped Rush of his final cut. Vina then took it upon himself to assemble a producer's cut and even hired Rambo 2 helmer George P. Cosmatos to shoot a uh, brand new insert scene to tie the whole film up. 
Some of these changes were made in order to avoid an NC-17 rating, and some were made to appease the corporate overlords at Disney who were growing increasingly gun-shy about the level of explicit sex scenes scattered throughout the flick. But most of these changes were made because Vina knew best, or so he thought. Made for an estimated $40 million, Jesus Christ, the producer's cut of Color of Night failed to earn back even half of its budget at the box office. However, Rush would have the last laugh. His director's cut was released on video and cable and became quite popular with fans of trashy cinema and the softcore set. Now, I can't imagine how many copies Blockbuster had to replace due to repeated rewindings. While the director's cut is in no way a great movie, it's certainly more fun, and not just because we get a glimpse of Bruno the Kid, a.k.a. Bruce Willie, um, when asked about what he thought audience's reaction to the film would be, Willis wondered aloud, quite frankly, are they looking at my dick? Well, I watched the director's cut, so yes, Bruce, I was. Anyway, what is the greatest scene in this terrifically trashy film? Richard, let's start with you. Thank you, thank you. Now, when we were talking about this movie, yes, just via text mm-hmm. uh, a couple of weeks ago, you mentioned that there's a scene where you can briefly see yes. my building, and then mm. I mentioned that to you that oh, it must be like you can see the tower between, like rising up mm-hmm. uh, between, like in the distance behind me. <laughs> Be behind, um, be. Uh, I'm, I'm losing my face, my story mm-hmm. behind Bruce Willis's butt cheeks. So it was like rising, it was like a comic mm-hmm. view. And I was just a little joke I was making to you mm-hmm. via chat. But then by the time I watched this, I believed in my head that was a scene. <laughs> and uh-huh. I was like waiting for the scene where you had a beautiful scene behind Bruce Willis's butt rising up behind it, um, as if looking between the side of a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you see my my tower. That is not a scene in the film. That was just a, a dumb comment I made to George uh, in a in a chat. And the thing about this movie is a lot of it is like a dumb comment someone oh, yeah. made in a chat or text to another person. This movie is, uh, I think, I think Janet Maslin said it best in her reviews for mm. the New York Times, and not just because she's the first reviewer mentioned on Wikipedia when she calls this film memorably bizarre. Yes. And enthusiastically nutty, which is correct. This movie could be, I think, a cult classic if it did also not have uh, very long and intense sex scenes in it. So like, can I ask you, did you see the uh, the Amazon version, the, the, the two plus hour? No, because when I was looking at um... it, I was like, I looked at the Apple version, which was two hours and one minute. And the Amazon version, which was two hours and 22 minutes. And I thought to myself, I like this version that's 20 minutes shorter, honestly. And I, <laughs> and I got and I got. OK, that one. Oh. I got that one. The longer and version this is a Disney movie. Yeah, the, the longer <laughs> version is is way better. It, it, it makes more oh. sense. It has better shots. It's it. it I, I'm stepping all over what you're talking about, but like it's it's not a good movie. But it's way better. Gonna take your word for it. The the color color of night is really weird. 
It's just mm-hmm. a weird, weird movie. Um, a weird movie in which I was genuinely surprised when when uh, Jane March turned mm-hmm. out to be Richie. <laughs> Like, I, I'm, I'm like, have I not been paying attention to anything? It's like, oh my what? god, what? That's Jane March. What's I clocked, I clocked, I clocked that in the beginning. I yeah. I don't Are you too, serious? I, well, the second... I was working while I was watching. Oh, there you okay. go. <laughs> I was, I was, so I was looking at the screen when it happened. I was like, wait, wait a minute, that's a hairpiece, and what's that? That's. It's <laughs> like yeah. this character. I don't know. Is what well, I wait. thought about Richie. Richard, when when you saw Richie early on, did you think that was a young man playing Richie? Absolutely. Not a problem. Okay. <laughs> not, a, not an issue. <laughs> That's, well, look, um, Richard is the more trusting of, of the hosts of this show. Okay. This movie won't lie to me. Why would they lie to me about this, about this character? Um, but I was working while I watched it, so I wasn't like staring at the screen. I was... I was looking down and typing things and looking up yeah. and listening in headphones at the same time. Richie, and, Richie has okay. sort of a creepy Mr. Peepers. Uh, <laughs> Richie does have a Mr. Peepers vibe, but I was like, all right, that's Richie for you is what I thought. Yeah. And then, I mean, before they did the reveal, I was like, oh, that's fucking Jay March. It's like, it wasn't the moment that he pulled uh-huh. the mask off and it's like, oh, it's Jay March. I, I realized yeah. it maybe like 10 minutes before, but I was still like, so, wait a second. That's Jay March. I, I mean, it, it, it also is like they have the exact same weird front teeth. Oh, my God. Jay yeah, March's but, teeth. Jesus Christ. Huge. I was like, but yeah. I couldn't tell what the kind of fake teeth. I was like, I couldn't tell which teeth were fake if they were Jane March's, which were massive. But then Ricky's teeth also looked I think fake. they're the, I think they're the same teeth. They're just That's the same the teeth. Thing. I think those might be Jay March's teeth. Because they're also okay. Bonnie's teeth. It's 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 the same <laughs> teeth. It's the it's the thing was like. I think hey, Jay March just has some big teeth. Yeah. So I every like big teeth. Every, yeah, every wrong with it. Every yeah. dentist or dental hygienist who watches me were like, "Look, there's no mystery. It's the same person." Mm. <laughs> well, as someone who you know think considers all dentists to be mm-hmm. sociopaths, I clearly wasn't focused on the teeth of, <laughs> of our characters. Um, yeah. Yeah, this movie is 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 it could be dude and again. I'm sure the Amazon version, which I will never watch. No, I'm sure okay, it, look, it's incredible. So, One of the so greatest may, films maybe, ever made. Oh yeah, wait. I think I think I sorry to interrupt. I no. just want to say I think I did watch the Amazon version. Yes. Did did you did you rent it? I paid for it, and I yeah. have Apple TV, so I probably watched the Amazon version. Mm-hmm. I didn't so you watch the Amazon the... version. Got it. Yeah. If it was the it, it was like two hours and fifteen minutes, then you saw. Did you see like the edge of Bruce Willis's dick? I was looking for it. I don't know if I saw it. <laughs> I mean, we're all looking for it. We're all I looking def- for it, baby. I saw some vagina. I, I mean, there's a lot. Well, yeah, oh yeah. There's, there's a, a lot. lot. There's a lot of like faces close to genitals in this movie. Yeah, there's there a the, lot of the that. Most surprising. The most faces closest to genitals of the 90s, maybe, that I've seen. I, I, it... Yeah, there was so much nudity in this movie. I know it's an erotic thriller, but I was like, yeah, it, Jesus. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, <laughs> so So, I, I, to everyone listening, the, the uh, two hours and 20 minute version of this 
is so ridiculous. Like the nudity is so egregious, it becomes amazing. Like, it, the, the nudity in the two hour and two minute version. Oh, I, I know. Also I, pretty so, egregious. Because so I bought the I bought the after I watched it, uh after I paid to watch it, I was like, oh, I'm gonna buy the, the double disc version of this. Uh-huh. And now uh-huh. I've mm. I've seen both versions. And um I guess I'm glad I own them because it's this movie is fucking ridiculous. Wait, can I say something about the movie? No. <laughs> You, no. Why would you do that now? Why would you talk about the movie right now? Richard, okay. mute her mic. Mute her mic. So the title is like referencing his like that, you know, he became colorblind uh-huh. through trauma, which That's is right. such an, an unimportant fact for this movie. <laughs> it's like it comes up a little bit in the beginning yeah. and it comes up at the very end. And well, but, it, but also at the, the part with the 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 gray thing like in the painter studio. Like that's, oh, that's, that's, that. that's kind of cool. Can, but can you remind really... me what happens there? Yeah, when um, was it Kevin J. O'Connor? Is that, that the guy? The, the, the you great... would know the painter. You're the guy who yeah. would know. Like in like he's like, what's this gray stuff on the ground? And oh, and he's like, back. it's red. It's blood. It's blood. <laughs> the the people who are colorblind just I don't think they just see red. I don't as think gray. So, yeah. I don't think it looks like no. cement. Right. It also like. I don't know. It's not some. I don't think it's something that's that impactful on someone's life if they're colorblind. Mm-hmm. Um, it just seemed like such a. It just seemed like a detail that was not that important to the movie. Well, but it's a, it's, uh, a, it's a screenwriter's quirk, so that's cool. Yeah. Sure. Um, but it's like the title of the movie, so you'd think it would factor a little more into the plot. But well, I mean, at the very end, the color. But I guess of... the color of night isn't red. It's a anyway. It's a good title. It's just, and then I guess her name's like Rose, and like it's like red, <laughs> red. <laughs> you can't see red. Or... Oh shit! Oh, I hadn't right. even thought of that. I just That's thought, great. Like, That's great. I just great. thought it was alliterative because it's like Richie Rose. Oh, that too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, when we what, what, we were watching it, Landcap, he probably said at least four times he was like, "This movie's weirdly violent," and I kept saying, like, "This movie's <laughs> about murder. This is like uh, uh-huh, <laughs> they're trying uh-huh, to solve uh-huh. a murder." He kept being like, "Oh, this movie's weirdly violent." I'm like, "I think it's supposed to be violent." <laughs> yeah, just... that's what they planned going in. <laughs> yeah, um, didn't just happen on set. Um, so George, so since you know the Rambo two. Mm-hmm. director came in yeah. the the rambo 2 director shoot the scene that has like the no. nail gun no oh mm. that was all there uh i think the, the, there was there was going to be a wrap-up scene i think the, i don't think that it actually ended up in the cut the the george b uh cosmodos the dad of the director of uh beyond the black rainbow oh um nepotism everywhere mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah i i there's some stuff in this that's like, oh, this is this is kind of a good concept, but also, here's the great thing: like, if you if you saw the the extended version, there's a lot more sex, a lot more nudity, uh-huh. but there's a lot more uh, Ruben Blades playing a fucking coked out. Oh, it's <laughs> homicide. Like he is so. Yes. 
Man. Oh, his name's his name's Ruben Blades. Ruben I'm, like, I've been calling him Ruben Blades. In, I know. In my I know. So I <laughs> I, I, really I, cool. I grew up calling him Ruben Blades, but now I know his, I know it's Blades, and he he is fun. I yeah. love him. I, I I love his music. Uh, everyone, check out his music. He's a great musician. He's also pretty is good. He, is he good at acting? I think so. Uh-huh. That's a question. That's a good question. You know, no, 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 no. To, to also this, talk about no, my, no, my awareness in this movie, of this movie. No. no, no, we're moving on. We're moving on. No, but he's look, definitely... like he's he's great in uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. He's great in um, a lot of movies. This is my only but... reference, and I was not totally convinced. <laughs> I appreciated his performance. I, I don't know if I. The more very, I saw him, the more I appreciated it. He's okay, very okay. good in the in the two Jakes, the underrated sequel to Chinatown. Um, oh, so, oh, oh, yeah, he listened to a lot of great movies. The <laughs> um, so yeah, I, so another thing that I didn't realize till the end is like he keeps calling him Kappa. I was like, is that mm. some kind of like insult? Like, why are you calling this guy no, Kappa for? That's his last, his last name. name. That's, yeah. his, that's his. That's his. Oh, his and he kept <laughs> calling him a daffodil. Daffodil, a daffodil. That's yeah. That, that it's like I was like, what does Kappa mean? It's not mm, like a Capo. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, mm. I was like, oh, but that's his last name. Mm-hmm, He's mm-hmm. Bill Kappa. Because then someone else calls him Kappa later. It's like Jesus Christ, what kind of fucking <laughs> slang name is this? That yeah. People are throwing around this guy. Oh, it is just his name. That's that's what's happening. Uh, best scene. The best scene in this movie. This this uh, trash. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. movie that if it did come on TV. Trash. I would watch. Piece. I would watch a scene. Just trash. Uh, uh, okay. Um, this movie that is not that is better than the, probably the movies we watched last week. Um, not as beautifully shot as Nine and a Half Weeks, but more watchable mm-hmm. than Nine and mm-hmm. a Half Weeks. Um, and certainly more watchable than Fifty Shades of Grey. I've seen this movie three times is, in is the last very week. Boring. So yes, Fifty Shades right. of Grey is wow. the most sexless, boring film I've ever seen. <laughs> um, oh. So the. Um, so this movie is is enthusiastically nutty, and I wish it just was all in on that, mm-hmm. and that there really that it wasn't also like um, so porny at the same time. It could just be mm-hmm. fun, mm-hmm. like Buckaroo Banzai. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it could be something like that. And instead, it's in this weird kind of doesn't right. quite know what it is. Like Buckaroo uh, Banzai is like a parody of Indiana Jones. Yeah, whereas like this is this like a parody of Basic Instinct, but also but also trying to be a serious Basic Instinct. Mm-hmm. If it was leaning more into being a parody, it would be a good movie because it's not a parody, and so that's that's where it falls apart. It is not a parody. So, so but close. It's, if it was a parody, it would be good, but it's not. So it isn't. So that's the and, and but there is there is some fun stuff. I I gotta admit, my best scene is probably. Do it right off the bat. Say it right, mm-hmm. off, right off the Come bat on. when the woman jumps out the window. Oh, yeah. that's very good. Oh, oh my god! I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's better in the extended version. God damn it! Yeah, you're gonna have to see it, buddy. Does, it, does, uh, she, does her what? fall last for longer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like <laughs> there's more lead up to it too. Um, I own the DVD. Come over, we'll watch sometime. Maybe when I'm when when I'm up there, mm-hmm. we'll just put yeah. it on. on we will do Saturday. game night. We'll just watch that fucking like two and a half hour uh, monstrosity. <laughs> but mm-hmm. there, I like it because it does establish this is a weird ass movie. Mm-hmm. It looks mm-hmm. visually interesting. It's like the way it's being shot, the way the the color correction on it, everything about it. Oh yeah, feels just like bizarre. 
and strange and interesting. And so it set me up to feel better about the movie just because <laughs> it was like, this movie is uh -huh. at least very weird. And so her, and then when she jumps out the window, they really, that's just like a, that's just a lot. They just keep it's cutting really, to her falling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, it looks, and the buildings look really interesting around her. It all feels, mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. feels very much, it's like well done in the way that I feel like the visuals of buildings in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Oh, sure. Uh, is done. Like Bram Stoker's Dracula is very beautifully shot. And that, that scene, for whatever reason, her jumping out the window and all that stuff, just, it just was very striking to me. So that is, that is my favorite scene. So there you go. I mean, Richard Rush is a great, great filmmaker who's also a great cinematographer. Um, he's often credited as the inventor of rack focus. Intriguing. It's controversial. Um, but if you look at the stuntman, the stuff that he does in that is it's it's crazy. And in this, like the amount of like different camera tricks he's doing, it's it's really it's so it's so bizarre that I fucking own the two disc version of this movie on physical media. This movie that sucks, <laughs> but it's kind of great because of like all there's like a lot of camera trickery that is actually even more apparent in the two hour and 20 minute version and um god help me i'm gonna watch this thing now you own the uh, two disc version of this that you yeah. just bought yeah have you seen tar no <laughs> have, why have why seen... would i see tar <laughs> i got this it's just always i think it's yeah no no it's like it's like i i, I you know the only art I've commissioned from my dad is a fucking drawing of Tango and Cash. You know, my dad is a great sculptor. He's a painter. Uh, no, give me a drawing of Tango and Cash, the greatest film I mean, of the night. Of the that is, that is a great film. Um, can I can I ask a question about both movies? Yes. Here you are trying to talk about the movies again. <laughs> Big mistake. Yep. Yeah, is we'll it? see see if we have you back on the show. <laughs> Um, is it that easy to just like run through a window? Because mm, there's oh like, no, it's not. It, it seems like it would. Up. It seems like it would be really hard. I mean, great question. I don't think it's. I don't know. I mean, I guess for the purposes of both plots, it was important that they run through glass. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but. I mean, I guess I guess if you really, I'd like to try to run through a window. No, don't do um, it. No, <laughs> no. Because maybe no, it is that easy. There is no. an urban. There is a, a bit of an urban legend. Uh, yeah. Of a person that I think in Toronto, though maybe the story changes based on whether it's real or not, and or just a legend. Of uh, there was like some school kids don't approve of touring, touring no. a skyscraper. Uh, no. And then no. like, they went to a guy's corner office and they were talking about it, that they were up so high. And he's like, but you shouldn't be scared. It's very safe up here. And it's in a glass building. He's like, they make this so strong, you couldn't even break through the glass. And then mm -hmm. he ran and jumped against like the full glass pane and it just broke and he went right through yeah. it. Oh, God damn it. Also, now, speaking of glass and mirrors. Uh -huh. I, Please. <laughs> this is like uh, this is like a camera trick that they used a lot in Color yes. of Night and a little yes. bit in uh, Body Heat, but I yes. all, I like really never get tired of it. The use of just like someone's reflection, yes, um, 
And they they use that a lot in Color of Night. Yes. I kind of I mean I appreciated it. Look, um Aviva this is not a great movie, but Stuntman is a great movie. And that's the, the same same director, uh 1980. There's the connection. Uh, and it's got um <laughs> a lot of camera trickery. Uh Peter O'Toole said it was like his favorite film that he was ever in. Wow. Um it's really good. We, we know you respect Peter O'Toole's opinion <laughs> greater than, than anyone else. I mean, no, I, you talk about the stuntman all the time. We should we should watch it. Put that on during game night on Saturday. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Take that, NFL. Right? <laughs> that's right. Instead of watching the NFL, uh, watch we'll the watch the stuntman. stuntman. Yeah. Um, Look, there's, there's, there's way more tits in the stuntman than, than there will be in the uh, Super Bowl. Well, good to know. Mm. Um, yeah, well, we'll see. I don't know. Um, Aviva, the... yeah. what, is, what is your best scene in, in this movie? What the fuck is happening? It was hard to choose. Um, I mean, I feel like, like I said about kind of just like the use of reflection in the movie, I probably appreciated mm-hmm. little cinematic or like mo- cinematography mm-hmm. moments mm-hmm. like that more than anything that happened in the movie. But my instinct is to also choose that kind of opening sequence, maybe like from the start of the movie to when she jumps out the window. Wow. Um, Yeah, I feel like, yeah, her putting on the lipstick and, you know, lipstick on her teeth and the gun in her mouth. To, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like a cool shot right before she jumps out the window with the reflection of Bruce Willis. Which is um, a totally different reflection in the uh, director's cut. It's a oh, very it's a, it's a it's a less um he's less of an asshole in the director's cut. Because honestly, like uh, from the beginning of the movie to the point where she jumps out the window and goes splat, um, and also it's a long fall down to the bottom. Um, it's a very long. I was like, this might be a good movie. I up until <laughs> that point, which is maybe the first four minutes of the movie, I was like, this actually might be a good movie. I don't know. If they like chose this is the bad movie because it's campy or like you know whatever, but and then I kept watching and I was like, okay, like half of <laughs> this movie is really poorly acted. Mm-hmm. This is a bad movie, especially Rose. Like I'm sorry oh, to no. that actress, yeah. but not, Jane March, not a, good... not not a good actor, not a good yeah. actor. She really, yeah, I've seen some interviews with her and she really was hesitant in this. Um, oh, yeah. She looks yeah. really young. Is she like 18? She was young. She's probably 19 uh, or no, 20, I think. No. Okay. She was, she, she, She's probably she 20. Was, you know. Okay. You, you know, yeah. Early 20s, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I liked that opening sequence also. <laughs> I mean, I, I liked seeing that snake pop out of the mailbox. That's <laughs> fun. That was fun. Not Who a, doesn't? It's not a Who scene. Doesn't? It's like a little moment, but. What a moment it is. scene. It like pulled me back into the movie because I kept having to force myself to stay engaged because I was like, what's going on? And who are these people? And why am I watching this? And mm-hmm. who's Ruben Blades? And et cetera. I gotta say, like, I like <laughs> there are so many people like this, the cast of this movie. It's like this is my dream cast. We've got like Oscar nominee Brad Dariff from um Cuckoo's Nest, who also okay. is the, the voice, he's the voice of Chucky. He's wearing oh, tongue wow. in the. Uh, That's right, Lord of the Rings. Who, who like, uh, uh. 
it's like, oh god damn it, I gotta shave my eyebrows again when he had like reshoot <laughs> scenes. Um but also, uh, I actually I really like that actress who was the suicidal patient at the beginning. I can't remember what else. Oh I've seen yeah, her in. Catherine Wilhoit. I like her a lot. Um, she. Oh, I love her. Uh, she had like a big arc on um, ER. Um, okay. And you else. recently yeah. watched all of ER. I did. Wow, <laughs> that's a long yeah. show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes, it took a while, and okay. there was a period when I had like a medical thing, a medical issue, oh. where it's like, oh, I, I, if, if I'm actually dying, I don't think I don't want to want to watch ER. It turns out I wasn't dying, so I, I kept on. Anyway, uh, yes, okay. um, and then like Lance Henriksen, who is really great. Uh, I love Lance. Um, he plays Buck, the the cop. Um, yeah, I guess he was in one of. Sorry, you can cut this out because no one cares or knows who Craig Craig is. But he was in. No, Craig's he was in Craig's movie. movie absolutely. Yeah. But he was also in Aliens, and he was also in uh, yeah. one of the great films of the 1970s, Dog Day Afternoon. Mm. He's a fucking FBI agent with a gun in that movie. Um, yeah. Uh. Yeah, it's a it's a weird cast, and also Leslie Ann Warren, uh, Miss Scarlet, who we just talked about in a previous oh. episode. So, um, I, yeah, there I like we go. Her. All right, do I have to All say right. something? All right. Yeah, you got to say something now. So yes, I think th this is a parody. In a way, the but, movie. Um, yeah, I think. Oh, the in a, in a way, I feel like in a way it was like, "Hey, man, let's do a sex movie." Yeah, okay, cool. But uh, let's really amp it up. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, let's make it a parody. Yeah, well, all right. But if it's you know, if, only if it's hot. Oh, I'll make it hot. And there is we it, are. Did you? Um, was this in the director's commentary, or are you just like? <laughs> no, <laughs> this is this is this is just me renting this from Hollywood Video. You're this, just. You're you're like you're projecting uh, intentions yeah. on this film that I don't I think know. they had. No, no, no. Yeah, this this is like I I, I like uh, yeah. This is this is from my like uh, personal tape recorder. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, some notes. How does no one recognize that this is the same person? Mm. And again, it's the, <laughs> so we we've been there. Um, so yeah, so best scene. Having seen the uh, director's cut, even with the, um, I, I actually today watched the um, theatrical cut. Man, uh, the swimming pool fuck scene. Best. <laughs> Best scene. Are you? Because uh, it is ridiculous. It is like it is so aggressively sexual. Like. Um, the, the the director's cut is like it's it's just like like oh 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 god how much longer is this gonna go on it, it is really an aggressive sex scene it's it's the most aggressive sex scene i've seen in a long time and um i i'm crude i i don't love sex scenes and i um i saw this and was like uh 
I feel like it was like I feel like I was ahead of lettuce, and this huh? was uh, Gallagher's Sledgematic, and wow. I was just a convert. I guess that's why Maxim Magazine mm-hmm. awarded that scene <laughs> that is right. the best sex scene in the history of film. And we all, <laughs> we all, we all, we all know that Maxim Magazine is the oh. greatest, uh, the greatest, uh, you know, men's the best. Mag. What, oh, what year? Not just year. In the history of film, they declared <laughs> that as the. Be- oh, what year did they make the award? I yeah. Got, yeah. I got, I'm sorry. <laughs> Take, like, take, no, take that, that's Charlie ridiculous. Chaplin. I let's see. When did they make this award? When? What year did they did they do this? George, you know everything about this movie. What year did Maxim choose that as the best? Mid nineties. Okay, mid nineties. It, it, it was before. It was before internet porn. I gotcha. Okay. So um, all right. I just so, I wanted it to be over. I was like, oh, yeah. I know. I me mean, too. This- me too. But it was like it was it was on, and he's got like his. Uh, Tennis shoes in the pool, and um... oh, those shouldn't be there. <laughs> and yeah, you shouldn't have those in the pool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that like a mistake? Did they do that on purpose, or is that a mistake? <laughs> well, no, it's, it's it's, it's a, oh, it's so racy. He's gonna keep his tennis shoes on. Mm-hmm. Well, also, also maybe there's a lot of were... glass around. Yeah. There's a lot of broken mm-hmm. glass mm-hmm. in these movies, so maybe he doesn't want to step on that. There's yeah, so much. You. There's water all over the floor and mm-hmm. broken mm-hmm. glass. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> Um. Yeah, it was also weird. Maybe I'm misremembering this, but when like Scott Bakula is mm-hmm. having his group therapy session, he's kind of like, "Well, Bruce Willis, like, I want you to sit in on this. That doesn't seem like something you should mm-hmm. do as a therapist." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Scott Bakula is a cool guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, he's... I guess he's no, a little unconventional. Um, you know, <laughs> like, right. look, I'm your therapist, but um. My man over here, uh, he, he, I get a choco taco from him every uh, every Friday. I'm gonna have him sit in on what, you know. I mean, it's like, oh, if so long as the other person's a therapist, you can just bring yeah. it in. Yeah. It's, it's fine. Yeah. I guess that's the rule. They got a degree. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and then when Bruce Willis was like, "Well, I can't share this information with you because of patient doctor," mm-hmm. con- I'm like, "Well, you're not their therapist, so yeah, you can tell them all you want." But that, yeah. maybe that shows maybe that shows that Scott Bakula was right to trust him. He came maybe in and so. he was like, "I can't share uh-huh. that with you." So Scott knew that Bruce was very trustworthy, would never, would never even break another doctor's confidentiality with someone else. Yeah, because that's how that's how nice he is and how thoughtful. Um, yeah. I wouldn't let this guy sit in. He just his 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 patients tend to jump out of windows and stuff. So I wanted to like bring him in here and let him talk to you. Mm-hmm talk to all of you about how you can be better look I, if, yeah sh- shut up about like look <laughs> everybody like you should see the extended version of this movie like the sex scene don't look i don't i don't like sex i, I i'm not a fan but man uh-huh um, sounds like it no but i am now like this is like this has converted me like i feel like i i've been like I, I'm. I, it's like full conversion. Like, yeah, man, the fucking pool scene and the sex scene is fucking ruling class. It's awesome. He's got his sneakers on in the pool. I get to see the the side of Bruce Willis's dick. It's awesome. Uh, so, uh, color night, hundred forty minute version. Woo. <laughs> That's it. Okay. Okay. I'll. I'll again. I'll take your word for it. The yeah. No. no but you should see it. 
But also, when you come over next time, uh, I have it on on DVD. <laughs> we we did watch gonna, it. You're gonna <laughs> fucking watch it. So fuck off. All Aviva, right. come over. We'll watch it too. Land, okay. where's Land? I don't want to see. It. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. Well, tough shit. Well, that's all right though. <laughs> Every movie needs its fans. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've turned. Like, I'm just now, I, I'm like only watching fucking movies with like a lot of nudity now. Oh, all right. Well, is this has not, really changed you. Which is not my thing. No, no. It's just it's whatever. I don't know. I don't know how to deal with it. Color of Night won the Golden Raspberry Award for Worst Picture. It was also oh. nominated in eight other categories, Woo. including Worst Actor. Bruce Willis, who was also nominated for North that year. Worst Actress, Man, Jane March. You know what? Worst director, like- Richard Rush. Worst screenplay, worst original song called Ooh. The Color of Night. Oh, called The Color which, of the Night. Which um, you will hear at the end of this episode. Worst screen couple, any combination of any two people in this entire cast. <laughs> I disagree. Worst supporting actor, uh, Jane March. Uh, as Richie. Disagree. See what she got nominated oh, for. Oh, as, as Richie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Richie <laughs> sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Worst supporting actress. Also, at the 1994 Stinkers Bad Movie Awards, uh, Bruce, Bruce won the award for Worst Actor, Bruce. while Jane March only received a mere nomination for Worst Actress, which makes me wonder, who else was nominated for Worst Actress that year? Because mm-hmm. Jane March, again, I'm sorry, Jane March, uh, not not a good actor in this, but at least in this it's film. It's not her fault. Oh it's God. not her fault. It's not her fault. No, it is her fault. She's pretty bad. All- there was also that moment where it was like this her was her second. This was to... her. This was her second movie. Like it was not her fault. Yeah. Like she was trying mm, to make point. a living. Let's look. Well, at she didn't up. rise to the occasion. <laughs> she did not. Unfortunately. Hey, look. Yeah. That mo- she had that. There was like an opportunity for her to showcase her acting at that like split Richie Rose moment. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> it is a good point. But if I look at her filmography here, this is a, this is her second film, as as you noted. Aww. Her first movie is The Lover, which sounds yeah. like it has sex scenes in it, just based it on the name. A lot, a lot of nudity in that. Her movie. next movie is Never Ever. Never heard of that. Her next movie is Tarzan. It's like holy shit, this might. She's getting her. She's working her way up. But then I click mm. on it. It's like mm, this is with Casper Van Dien. Oh yeah, um, and it it made two million dollars on a twenty million dollar budget. So so far, so far not so good. Beauty and the Beast, holy shit! Except mm-hmm. it's uh, not an actual official Beauty and the <laughs> Beast. It is Blood of Beasts. Ooh, I like uh, that. a film I like... based on the folklore of Beauty and the Beast. Look, uh, uh, I, I, I like drinking blood. Made made uh, by people who who uh, we have never heard of. Um, yeah, it's like oh, every so, time I'm like, well, maybe she did all right. She was in Clash of the Titans, uh, which I guess was the real the one that had Sam Worthington in it. So mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. job there. Yeah. Um, but here's the thing, like here's the thing, like she is uh, a female actor who had to do like full nudity for her first two movies. Yeah, and then was that's like fair. relegated to the, the scrap pile. Like that's it's, that's it's, fair. That's fair. It's bullshit because like I've seen interviews with her and it's like. Oh man, this she's great. Well, what's not what's not pile on Jane March? No, I know. We but, all uh, will. Uh, yes, we all you love, can. You we can. all love Jane March. We'll do we one more pile. We'll do one more pile on. Okay, on Jane March. I didn't think 
I didn't think Bonnie was that different than Rose, except exactly. that her color was different. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> not very different. Not different. Not different people. Yeah. They could have put a little more effort into And she was going Bonnie. by Bonnie for all of these people they never talked yeah. about. Yeah. That, oh, that's she's, she's, my, she's my Bonnie. Oh, yeah, she's but, my Bonnie. Or so that's like, is... when they talk to each other about their, like, girlfriends, like, yeah, I'm seeing this girl. They never mentioned her name, but then <laughs> Or yeah. or they all mentioned it was Bonnie, and they're like, "That's so funny. We're all dating someone named Bonnie." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so crazy. What did <laughs> yeah. you have a picture of her? Like, I would love to see. I would love to see her. What color is her hair? Um, oh, uh, it's red, but she's got this rose tattoo on her ass. Oh, <laughs> oh, so does my What's Bonnie. Funny, funny, funny. You say that's that. crazy. That's crazy. What about you, yeah. Richie? Are you? Are you are yeah. you seeing a Bonnie? Um, there's there's a great uh, the the Cecil and Ebert um, review of this really delves into like how stupid this concept of like group therapy is, where it's like it's just a bunch of like fucking idiots all yeah aggressive. You know, if this was what group therapy was, uh, no one would do it. I think right. Like if if you were there and it's like it was like a bunch of fucking dickwads who were smoking cigarettes or like calling you out on your shit or I, I don't know that said I would pay a thousand dollars to go to this group therapy like I, I love Lance Henriksen I love Brad Riff I love uh uh Kevin Jay I I I love uh Miss Scarlet you know and you support Jane March yeah so well, I love yeah, Jane March like uh and I am a big fan of uh B Willie or uh the mm-hmm. Bruno the Kid Wait, sorry, was Richie Richie adopted? Mm-hmm. I kind of missed that. Part no, of the story. I don't know. I no. That was not explained. No, no. Uh, Richie. I don't okay. think I don't think so, right? Okay, just making sure. Look, I only watched it two and a half times. Richard, did I miss this? <laughs> I d I don't yeah, I don't I don't I didn't pick up on that. But you know me, yeah. I didn't pick up on <laughs> a lot of things in this in this uh very uh mysterious film um mm-hmm. so now we come to the wow. last segment Ooh. of today's Ooh. podcast Ooh. in which Ooh. we decide what was better at the best scene in in color of night not the color of night color no. of night or no. the worst scene color of night in in the great film body heat not the body heat not the body heat not body the heat no Body. Or not body the brain heat. What? What, what does that mean? Uh, it's a Russian um, thing. Okay, I got. Oh, Bob, like I see. Bobby I, the brain I, heat. Bobby the brain. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Uh-huh. I get it. Sorry. Look, I have been awake for a long time. I woke up at four thirty in the morning. Oh no. Oh no. Well, look, soon you will be able to. Marlon Brando. Look. <laughs> hey, look. hey uh, counselor, uh, you don't like this. Uh, uh, Hey, look, uh, look, I'm Mickey Rourke, everybody. That was great. That was a great brand. Nice. Great, great I'm, I'm like I'm like Mickey Rourke, except I'm way more handsome. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, are we talking pre, uh-huh. pre-boxing Rourke or post, no, post-boxing no, 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 no. Rourke? Uh, post-boxing and uh, post-napping. Mm-hmm. Got it. <laughs> Uh, that is when he looks his worst. Is when he wakes up from a nap because he's all messed. <laughs> his hair is like, all messed up. Like like waking up in like a fucking bowl of matzah. You know, like oh shit, I did it again. 
He loves. Oops. He loves. He loves. Oops. A bowl of matzah. <laughs> you fall asleep in a bowl. <laughs> yeah. You you never fall asleep while you're eating a soup. That's oh, matzah a... ball. Okay. Yeah. I was say I was thinking mozzarella when you I, said I that. love I love like, like, I love I, love, I laid it out and like and he was like oh yeah that's like a, a big bowl of mozzarella yeah, that yeah. he just has on his his table right. and when I was thinking of mozzarella I was picturing mm-hmm. uh, marinara so mm-hmm. there I had a lot of things going on mm-hmm. in my head yeah that, yeah that. Ooh, nice little snack. It's a nice little nap that, snack that is a nice little nap yeah. snack uh, anyway. Uh, I'll go first because uh, I think we need yeah. to push this along. Let's just I, um, finish this shit. I the 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 opening sequence of Color of Night is better mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. the weird hand job scene in Body Heat. Well, so well, well, well. opening sequence of Color of Night, Color of Night wins for me. Yeah, I know. I, I as much as I don't want color of night to win and <laughs> you know between any scene in either movie if it's between the fellatio niece uh scene <laughs> and the <laughs> and the color of night opening scene i would also choose color of night there we oh go we God. already know what george is going to choose so go ahead and say it well yeah <laughs> uh the extended uh 20 minute pool sex scene in color of night versus yeah fucking eight at color of night wow. pool sex scene also, the creaking sound you hear behind me, uh, I, 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 this is the chair that I built, and oh. it's about to fall apart. Mm. When did you build that? <laughs> uh, one year ago, and mm. I am oh. not good at tools. Well, so. one year anniversary, that's not, that's not bad. There we go. Um, <laughs> yeah. All right, so that means as the, uh, since we all agree on the, that mm-hmm. the best scene in the bad movie is the winner today, uh, that means where you get a special deal at BetterHealth.com. Folks, Ooh. check out BetterHealth.com. Uh, promo code uh, Color of Night. Um, <laughs> it's only it's only accepted uh, at yeah. certain 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 IP addresses that serve up the website for BetterHealth.com. We can't tell you which yeah. ones it is. May not be yeah. any of them. This is not. This is something that uh, we've been negotiating. And now you can wait a month and a half and. Uh, Sign up using the uh, promo code Jane March. So, on actually, if you want to get a good deal on BetterHealth.com, <laughs> which I don't know if you if you would want that, you could try uh, promo code Jane March, or you could try Color of Night, or you could just listen to another podcast. And whatever mm-hmm. promo code they provide with BetterHealth.com is probably more likely to yeah. to work. Um, but you know, whatever whatever works for you. Also, I've heard bad things about them. I don't know that I would use them. Um, oh, yeah, but that's just it's it's up and down. We get, you know, we can only do what we can with our with our sponsors. So that means the the, the episode's over. We're done. Uh, what are closing words? Well, we did it. I think that, like, um, you know, I was really worried that we would have uh, some explicit content, and then we did. So, yeah, everything's great. Everything's great, uh, and I will give Ruben. Lattes, another chance, and other films, and, and uh, also and his music. He's a he's great. He's great. Okay. Okay. All please, right. please do. Yes, we'll give him another chance in this film, um, but on. we'll give him another chance in, no, in other he, films. No, he was basically <laughs> this was basically like 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 in um in Heat, uh, Al Pacino playing a cokehead. Ruben Blades yeah. was fucking coked out. 
Yeah, he was so. rude. Yeah, he was very oh, rude. Oh, quite, quite, <laughs> he was quite, incredibly quite rude. rude. Quite rude. Yeah. <laughs> yes, and that's and also you... yeah. I guess we're finishing up. No, no, say no. what you're gonna say. I was just surprised that the police could use a helicopter just for someone's birthday, just to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'll say, and that's all the rest of us will say too. Yeah. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Big Willie Styles. Okay. And I'll give you everything I am And everything I want to be I'll put it in your hands If you could open up to me Oh, can't we ever get beyond this wall Cause all I want is just one Behind the color of the night